Hello and welcome to the Magic Bull by Burkham podcast. I am your host Sam. I am known as at official Samo on Twitter. Today we will be discussing the Villa match review and the problem with corruption within the FA and also what was mentioned in the Athletic this week uh, in relation to Arsenal. And also answering any questions that were tweeted to me before the podcast. This podcast is available on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon Music. Magic Ball by Burkamp, be sure to check it out. So we start with the Villa review. And in the game on Saturday, we lost 1-0 to Villa. Um, uh, unfortunate goal that was conceded. Matt Ryan had a good uh, game. But the talking point wasn't losing the game. And it wasn't the fact on how we weren't play. We were the second best team on the day. Um, what kind of highlighted what was wrong in the game was again the FA incompetent referees it's really getting to a point now where the referees really don't know what they're actually doing and um, you know within the game don't get me wrong we lost we weren't the best team on the day but the fact was that there was challenges that Villa made that was not even recognized that VAR didn't even you know even look at the fact that Martinez Manhandled Lacazette in the box and we didn't get a penalty. Saka was through on goal, was challenged by I forgot who it was and the person didn't get a, re- a red card because it was a clear goal scoring opportunity. Um, Konsa should have got a second yellow for a challenge. Again, it wasn't given. But the problem isn't the fact that they were fouls and weren't given. It's the fact that it was it was referees having an agenda again against Arsenal. The the biggest problem, again, is that there's not much consistency within the Premier League when it comes to referees. Um, in the game, yet again, it showed it. We did create chances. We did, you know, Old God looked good. Saka looked, played well. Matt Ryan did well on his debut for Arsenal, even though he conceded inside three minutes. Um, our defence was a bit shaky, and we do need to kind of reinvest into that defence a bit more in the, come the summer. But the problem is now the season's a bit of a write-off, so the problem now isn't the fact that we're you know losing games the manner we're losing. Sometimes the problem can also be the referees. And the one thing that did strike me odd was that the the analysis within the game, well after the game, that BT Sports um, Peter Walton came up and talked about subjective view. And this is where I believe the FA are starting to make things up. You know. They're starting to make things up subjective point of view. What's that got to do with the fact that someone, it was a clear foul? It's a clear foul. Don't take anything away from the game, the fact that Ollie Watkins was absolutely brilliant and Villa have a better team than us, a better midfield than we do. We are miles behind them. We are miles behind. We need also, we need to get someone like Jack Grealish in the summer if we can break the bank for him, but I highly doubt we could. But again, subjective point of view, that makes no sense. How can you just make something up when subjectively I believe this? Well, subjectively I believe that you're an incompetent referee or someone that cannot ref the game. And then you had Chris Kavanaugh refereeing again. Again, another incompetent referee. These referees need to be trained. They shouldn't even be refereeing at grassroots level, never mind the Premier League. They shouldn't even be at grassroots level. They're not good enough. Again, the FA have an agenda they cannot referee properly mike dean sent thomas uh, suchek off for for an elbow incident that, that got overturned david louise didn't get overturned then you've got the offside rule they make it up as they go along they really do 
the offside rule. Mane's goal, um, uh, Henderson's winner against um, Everton in the uh, in the Merseyside derby was ruled out because Mane was Mane's hand was offside, or oh, it was an attempt to play the ball. I didn't know Sadio Mane can play with his hands. Ollie Watkins, who scored against Arsenal, inside three minutes. He had an offside call against Villa that was ruled out. That was not, you know, that was an offside. He was onside. Lacazette against Arsenal. Again, it makes no sense. They don't have a proper review of things. They don't review it properly. The problem, they say, is that VAR is a problem with football. For me, VAR isn't the problem. The problem is not VAR. It's the people in charge. And for me, the problem is those referees. They are very incompetent. They do not know how to do their job properly. And the fact is that they don't know how to do their job properly. And yet, you know... They're getting away with screwing clubs over left, right, centre because one decision they make might actually, may actually, you know, cost the club relegation. And if they do, it's not going to be great. And for me, one thing I believe will solve any of these problems is if you get referees after games to, when they're questioned by journalists, they should do press conferences and do interviews. And when they are questioned about their decisions, they need to give a proper answer. And if they don't, if they don't, they should never be able to referee another game again in the Premier League. And that's what I believe. But moving forward, we got the Leeds game coming up. Again, um, I would rest all the players because the biggest game now, our biggest game of the season now is the Europa League tie against Benfica. Our only way of European football next season is to win the Europa League and is to beat Benfica, which now, due to uh, COVID-19 travel restrictions, it's now been moved to Rome for the first leg and uh, um, Greece for the second leg. So hopefully we do win that. It will be a tough one and um, it will be a very, very tough game for Arsenal and I just hope we win. And uh, moving on to what we heard in The Athletic this week, we've heard that Arsenal will target a left-back cover for Tierney in the summer. We're looking at a young left back um we were linked with the likes uh, of ryan bertrand and patrick van arnholt but it turns out that they went under serious consideration by arsenal but from what i also got was that arsenal are looking to sign a young player with um high quality and potential and in need of experience you can support and learn from the undisputed first choice Kieran Tierney before potentially succeeding him in the future which is what Arsenal are looking at right now and the one person that springs to mind for me is um, Omar Richards of uh, Reading left back who's been eyed by Bayern Munich so if a player is eyed by Bayern Munich that just tells you how good that player is which was mentioned in the Athletic this week another story was en- uh, mentioned was uh, Suarez's move to Arsenal potentially it would have been happening um, Reading about it, you know, that it was a bit of a bad decision by Arsenal to put the forty million a pound bid, but Arsenal felt like if they went for fifty million, Liverpool could have let him go for forty five. Which again, you know, it was, it, it's it was bad decision making for Arsenal. But at the same time, what can we do? You know, we're we're Arsenal Football Club. Uh, we'll always make bad decisions, but that's the way we are as a club. But, but um, you know, Suarez would have been a great player to have at Arsenal. But uh, what else can we do? Um, you know, going back to the um, going back to the referees and stuff. Uh, one final thought I would say is that you know the people who are in charge of VAR they really need to get a grip because if sooner rather than later they're going to cost the club and the entire and a club relegation or, or cost them their goals, and every single club will make petitions to not have these referees referee their and any of their games ever again, which you know is not 
which is something that might actually have to happen and um, now we move on to the Q&A's uh, just to end this podcast slowly um, we start with Mr. DNA007 who came in with a question of in the worst case scenario if we went to finish in the Europa League uh, if we went to, if we went to win the Europa League title rather or finish in the top six with no European football next season do we stick with Arteta or do we move on um, I believe we kind of need to um, take a season out of Europe and then you know ho- ho- slowly um, try and uh, you know, rebuild that way. That way, we can the players who think they're really big, bigger than the club, they can go elsewhere. They can struggle elsewhere, and we can build with the ones that want to play with us, just like how uh, Liverpool have done so in the past. Uh, next question comes from FTLOL Podcast. A lot of talk about Villa will be about Jack Grealish. If you were Gareth Southgate, who else in that squad would you take to the Euros? I'd take Bukayo Saka, Phil Foden, Mason Mount, uh, James Madison, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Harry Kane, of course, Raheem Sterling. Um, there's a lot of people I'd take in there. Um, Harry Maguire, John Stones, uh, Rob Holding's been given a shower as well, so I'd probably stick him in there as well because you know he's been he's been doing fantastic for us. Um, Ainsley Maitland-Niles, if he can get good time at West Brom. Uh, Joe Willock, if he has a good uh, time at Newcastle, uh, you know we'll have to wait and see. And then the next question I come in from at Red underscore White Guna. With our dependence, it seems on Kieran Tierney's form f- uh, return to fitness stroke form. Has Arteta based his success this season on this, and and ultimately uh, could not signing a backup f- fullback cost him his job at the end of the season? Well, we'll have to see about that because. Tierney could be back soon. We don't know how. From what we got told today, he won't be in the Leeds game. But if he does come back soon, um, it could cost him if we do not get Champions League football next season. But it might not cost him should we win the Europa League and hopefully we uh, do well. Um, and then last question from Over Accuracy: Do you think Pepe had a poor game? And also, what do you think has happened? Ober, he looks not happy nowadays. Well, with Pepe, I feel like there's a lot of pressure on him to perform because of his 72 million price tag. Um, you know, he, for me, he's had some good games, but it's all about the consistency if you can keep it up. Um, with Ober, as we knew, his um, what came out recently, I don't want to say what personal matter came out about him. Um, that's probably playing on his mind. You know, it's when you go through personal situations, it's not easy to to be the same as you are on the pitch as you are all the time so um yeah and uh, that was the magic ball by burkham podcast thank you for listening um please give me some feedback and um we'll have the next podcast which will be the leeds game being released soon so take care everybody thank you for listening and goodbye